Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan. And today we're going to learn about why dead honeybees means the beginning of the apocalypse. Prior to moving to England, I was a beekeeper for a few years. When I took my intro to beekeeping course at the local college, there was a lot of concern about bees dying off. The big threat to bees at the time was a little mite called Varroa destructor. And, you know, you could really expect trouble from a bug with that kind of name. Well, recent research has shown that varroa mites are only part of a larger problem called colony collapse disorder, where an entire colonies of bees suddenly die off for unknown reasons. Now, if you're thinking, meh, good riddance, I don't like bees anyway, well, you'd better think again, because if the bees go, we all go. I want to thank GoDaddy.com for sponsoring this week's podcast. GoDaddy is the world's largest domain name registrar and web hosting provider with more than 54 million domain names under management. You can go to GoDaddy.com today to start your domain search. And if you register your domain with GoDaddy.com, you can enjoy free extras like personalized email, photo albums, getting started guides, and domain forwarding and masking. You can also use GoDaddy's free one-page website product called Instant Page to create an online presence in just a few minutes. And don't forget to check out GoDaddy's hosting services. For my listeners, GoDaddy's offering 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting plan. Just enter the code HOSTPOD62 at checkout. So would we really die if the bees died off? Well, maybe you wouldn't die, but you would be pretty hungry. Bees are the pollinators for an enormous list of foods. Apples, almonds, pears, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, many other fruits are all pollinated by bees. Well, that's all right, you might think. I don't really like fruits or nuts anyways. I'd rather have a nice candy bar. Well, too bad for you. While they aren't the primary pollinators, bees are major contributors to the pollination of cocoa, vanilla, and coconut. Without bees, the yields of these crops would be extremely low, making the raw ingredients of most candy bars extremely scarce. And you might remember from your basic economics class that when a lot of people want something that is scarce, prices tend to go way up. So what's behind colony collapse disorder? Well, for a long time, researchers were looking for a single cause of CCD, or colony collapse disorder, something that could easily be fixed. Now they're starting to realize that CCD is most likely caused by several different things, a sort of perfect storm of bee-killing effects that result in entire colonies of bees disappearing. Mites are a big part of the problem, figuratively speaking. The varroa mite, sometimes called the bee vampire mite, reproduces inside beehives and survives by sucking on the bee's equivalent of blood. During this process, the mites spread various viruses to the honeybee larvae, which can result in them dying off completely or being born with deformities that prevent them from flying or gathering pollen. Now, various methods have been developed over the years to combat the mites, including modifying the way hives are built uh, to try to make it more difficult for them to stay in the hive, 
using chemicals to kill off the mites, breeding bees that are genetically resistant to the viruses transmitted by Varroa mites. Hygienic bee breeds that have a special sensitivity to mites have also been developed. When they detect a larva infected with the mite, they kick it out of the hive completely in a show of family solidarity. The next time you get the flu, be thankful that your family aren't as hygienic as bees. Another problem for honeybees are pesticides. While technically considered safe for honeybees because the pesticides don't kill them, recent research has found that many of the pesticides in use by farmers today act as neurotoxins to the bees, causing them to forget how to get back to the hive, forget how to forage, and basically fly off into the great wide unknown never to be seen again. Since mysteriously disappearing bees is one of the main symptoms of CCD, this has led many scientists to raise warnings against the widespread use of these types of pesticides. Another problem facing bees, and possibly contributing to CCD, is malnutrition. This can be caused by extremely bad winters and by bad beekeeping. As colonies become more scarce, renting beehives to farmers has become an extremely lucrative business. Unfortunately, this usually involves loading bees up into tractor trailers and shipping the hives across the country. As anyone who's ever traveled extensively could sympathize with, honeybees don't exactly like being forced to travel. Research has shown that forcing honeybees to travel across several time zones and then introducing them to vast acres of farmland with only a single crop tends to compromise their immune system and cause malnutrition, both of which can lead to CCD. Once again, this podcast was brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy.com offers everything you need to make a name for yourself on the web, including domain name registration, website hosting, and more. Get 20% off your one, two, or three-year hosting package at GoDaddy.com by using the code HOSTPOD62. Just enter the code HOSTPOD62 at checkout for 20% off hosting. So now you know what problems are facing bees and how it can affect you. So what can you do about it? Well, the biggest thing is to help raise awareness of the problem and the effects it will have on human life. You can write to your government leaders and ask for more testing and regulation to be put into place to protect bees from harmful pesticides. You can vote with your wallet by purchasing foods from suppliers that practice bee-friendly farming. One of the biggest things you can do is to become a beekeeper yourself. It's easier than you think, and funding is often available to help you get started. Contact your local agricultural extension agent for more details. If you liked today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash QDT Einstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.